This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And I have never been more excited to record a Monday morning (laughs) episode (laughs) You really were like on one. We were texting about, obviously, about Ms. Madison LaCroix, oh. the, the messiest person on all of social media this weekend. Um, this was a, a, a wild last couple of days in in the, the social Bravo media world. sphere. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I had, I don't want to jump right into it. You know, I want to mingle for a few minutes, but I had people literally <laughs> texting me, DMing me, like everything. People saying they can't wait for our episode. Like, I just want to preface this with, we don't have all of the information. We don't have like, you know, even what we are looking for, but I am excited to fucking talk about <laughs> this because we know where I stand. Well, Well, the thing is, I feel like this is especially important to you because you, dear listener, Barry loves Kristen Cavallari. (laughs) All right. You know what? You are a fan of Kristen Cavallari. No, it's very true. But I was going to say not being biased. I know this is a terrible example because I have said from day one, all listeners know this. I am not a fan of Madison in general. I've said that since day one and I stand by my word. I'm. I think this is just looks really weird on my part that I love Kristen and I don't like Madison, but I I think my opinion over this whole drama is that Madison's a social climber and that the receipts were not receipts and they don't show anything. Yeah. Boom. Okay. So you feel strongly about the fact that these 100% don't prove anything. Absolutely. Basically. They do not. Okay. So just like, uh, we're not going to, we don't need to go like minute by minute in this right. whole situation, but basically uh, there's this kind of like, love pentagon i don't know whatever so Kristen and jay announced they were getting divorced last year and then fast forward to like december and craig and austin are in nashville hanging out with Kristen. madison made some comments on instagram suggesting that she knows jay it all was like this very weird like what's Mm -hmm. going on people were saying like oh are austin and Kristen hooking up that seemed like it wasn't a thing i don't know and then this weekend, Kristen and Jay posted this photo together. People are like, are they back together? What's going on? We still don't know. Kristen and Jay are the kind of people who they'll drop like a photo like that and then exit the conversation because they know they got their headlines, whatever. Right. And then left to pick up the pieces and fill up the thirst vacuum are Madison and Justin Anderson, Kristen's yes. hairstylist yeah. BFF, who is... I think even thirstier than Madison, but I watched his, I watched his videos too, but it's, (laughs) it's the thing is about Kristen and Jay. We don't know if they're together. I, what I got from that is that maybe they're 
on a good on good terms right now. But their point is that no matter what you do on Instagram, you're not getting between us. Like we have three kids together, we've been together for 10 right. years. Like your little immature thirstiness is not getting in between <laughs> our relationship. Well, and as as much as I feel like Justin is an unreliable narrator, he does know Kristen and Jay very well. Yeah. And he made some comment that it's like, oh, like she posted a picture with her the father of her three kids. Like, yeah, there's gonna be photos of them together whatever correct so madison she was like she commented on jay's post she was like i see i knew it would work out like i uh, unbothered whatever and then she goes on instagram stories and she's like i think i'm gonna have to post some receipts because like (laughs) people are lying on me and she posts these two text screenshots which okay i think what these texts do establish regardless of how you feel about it is that they did have some kind of relationship with yeah. each other. They were texting each other. They know each other, right. whatever. And it, uh, so Madison says in the text that they slept with each other. Sure. Okay. And I, I feel like it does show on some level that Jay was interested in her at some point, which here's the thing they're in, they weren't together. It's known fact. Kristen's dating someone. They're allowed to date someone. What I think happened is that it didn't work out for Madison. So she's attempting to put Jay on blast and she's looking, make herself look like an idiot. Yeah. So uh, there is the question of whether she deleted some of her texts in this conversation, yes, because sir. it looks like Jay is kind of responding to nothing. <laughs> Another theory I saw it, a lot of people said this, but also Teddy Mellencamp suggested this so random <laughs> that Madison could have been sending voice memos, which then disappear. And so it would look like he was responding to nothing. We, we don't know. We won't know. It's fine. We we have also seen, I don't know if you've seen this, that this is not Madison's first rodeo doing something like this. I have, I also saw that on the interweb. So (laughs) Madison, Madison is just one of those people where I feel like she would love to be something other than, the girl from Southern Charm. Madison's Instagram followers are going up and up and up right now. And no one even knows why they just see she's like really hot and invested in like Jay Cutler drama. So it is hilarious that it's like for you and I, this is like our bread and butter. This is, <laughs> oh, oh, great. Madison right. and Austin are, are involved in this thing. So many people I saw yesterday being like, who? Yeah. Like, cri- like <laughs> and Austin's Kristen and Jay with and- this family right now. He's and like, who? Who is Madison? Like, I know. there are, you know, there are so many, like, probably articles being written right now that are like five things to know about Madison LaCroix, the Southern Charm <laughs> star who posted screen. Like, if you don't watch Southern Charm, you have no reason to know who Madison is. But it's funny that for us, this is like the biggest story of the year. Two worlds collide. But it is, I have said since day one, also, it's in my archives that you just don't <laughs> go up against Chris and Cavallari. Like, you just don't. Not She's the, the OG bad bitch. Like, you just don't. Well, yeah, I just think I uh, I was writing an article about this this morning. So, like, <laughs> go check it out. Dylan's the by one the time that wrote the article. Five but, things um, to know about Madison. <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me, I know. Um, but, like, I struggle to see for the Justins and the Madisons of the world, specifically Justin and Madison, like what is their end goal here? Because Kristen and Jay did their thing of, you know, dropping the the photo. Everyone's talking about it. They knew they would get their press coverage. It worked right away. And, you know, who knows what they're actually doing, talking about going on. But like for Madison, okay, so... All of these people are learning who she is because she's 
some girl who feels spurned by Jay Cutler, right. but it's like, okay, people are going to forget about this in three days. And then if you don't watch Southern Charm, you're never going to think about Madison again. Right. Well, Justin is, cl- I saw his video last night. He's saying he wants absolutely nothing to do with this. He just stood up for his friend because someone made a comment about their kids. And that's when he was like, and I'm out. Like right. you guys can keep going with this, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like I know you, everyone says like, he's thirsty, whatever too. But I feel like in this case, he's like, he knows what happened. He knows what went down. Like he's, yeah, a source. It's, I always wonder, though, when there's like a celebrity who isn't messy, aka, which shockingly is Kristen in this case, in terms of, you know, like social media behavior, and then their friend is like being it's like when yeah. when Frankie Grande speaks out on Ariana's behalf, and it's like, is she aware of this? Is she like mad? at? Does she know that he's talking about like, I feel like Kristen is probably watching Justin's Instagram stories and be like, okay, like go off sis. Like, I don't care. Whatever. I just hope Kristen comes on live again and does another drunk like dance performance. Cause I feel like that's coming very soon. Okay. So finally getting back, we're going to talk about the Southern Trump finale. Did you see on Thursday night, Madison went live and recreated that dancing on shoulders thing with Vanita. I saw her live with Vanita, but I didn't see that part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, she had no. I'm so over. Vanita I'm was on Madison's shoulders, and they were dancing to Taylor Swift. I'm so over Madison that I can't even put it into words. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honeylove honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Okay, so speaking of Madison and Vanita, we could talk in circles about Jay Cutler and Kristen for hours. Let's get into this season finale because I thought... I. I felt like this season of Southern Charm was a little up and down, but I thought they had a great finale. I do too, especially because it made Madison look even worse than she already is. <laughs> you're like, you're like, my sole focus is um, making sure that Madison doesn't look good Listen, at the end of all of this. It's nothing personal. Like I don't, I always say this. I don't know her, whatever, but it's what I'm portraying. I don't like, I, I think she's really mean on the show. She even admitted it. She was like, I'm re- I look really mean. And I, Okay, this whole this whole thing of like I'm the alpha, you're the beta. Dude, I, I 
it like falls so flat to me because I'm like, nobody cares. It, 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 like, yes. And it made her look really bad in that scene because it, you went up to all the guys. You started this conversation and you're name calling as usual. Yeah. she. I mean, I just think it's clear that they should not be together. They're super toxic with each other. But for her especially, it's like you have told him so many times, you know, we're only friends. We we're not going to be together. Like you should, like you don't think we're getting back together. And then this entire first half of this party, she's like flirting with Whitney. She's dressing hot to impress Austin. And then she flips out when she finds out that he maybe hooked up with someone else. And it's like, you have, I understand like disliking your ex or like feeling, having like complicated feelings about your ex, but it's like, you have to get your shit together because you look like a nightmare wait she also was taking a picture on the float and then she was like did he sit was he watching and she goes oh my no. god <laughs> like austin didn't see like it's the kind of thing where it's like i understand that like breakups are complicated and messy and whatever but it's like every single episode she's doing these behaviors that it's like just stop it like you this doesn't make you look Good. Well, and the unfortunate thing is in the beginning when this first happened like when she cried like when they met we kind of we were all team Madison because we're like, OK, she's being strong. She's breaking up. But then every episode she would have, have behavior like this where she would like be the problem, essentially like that. Just oh, th- things could escalate so quickly and turn around. And when she got texts that we, we left off, obviously, there's still this pool party. And I'm sorry, Dylan, are you so confused? Me like now it's Pringle and Shep's pool party. Like who's ha- like you know, what fucking party is this? <laughs> I just uh, to be honest though, it looks it looks fun. It looks like so a nice fun. party. Like this pool is looks great. I love that there's like a little dock situation. The dinner looks really nice. Yeah. The, so I- they they Madison got this text that he hooked up with someone and then marched right over and to the epic treehouse. <laughs> and, tree and she kept calling him a beta bitch. You're a beta bitch. Like I'm an alpha. And I was like. Oh my, it, first of all, if anyone talks to your ex, your boyfriend like that in front of his friends, to, good for the boys for not saying a word and not saying anything. They were like, what could we right. say to this? Well, right. And the, this whole thing is going down and Leva and the other women look over and they're like, oh, like, it looks like she needs help. She needs backup. Like, we need to go give her backup. But I'm like, no, I really don't. <laughs> I hope they, I hope they like, I, I mean, they didn't really end up getting involved, yeah. but it's like. It's like Madison like Madison does not need backup in this situation. It is literally 100% caused by her. Yes. And I I feel like anybody in that situation would if they were watching that conversation would be like Madison just like stop. Just yeah. Like, the thing go. is in this situation too, like obviously we know the drinks were flowing, but specifically for Madison, we didn't actually see her drinking. Like she would claim she was drunk and you can tell that was drunk behavior. But whenever on any show that happens, I wish we actually saw that person drinking. So it explained it a little <laughs> bit more. Do you know what I You're mean? Like, I every 10 minutes we need them to like blow into breathalyzers so we just have like a running tally of where everyone's at no but like they were all (laughs) then the whole drama with Catherine happened and danny and her finally went and had a conversation so what i'm saying is when madison went to go intervene slash interfere slash annoy them that was drunk behavior she wouldn't have necessarily done that if she wasn't drinking yeah i actually i didn't 
I didn't have like such a problem with Madison in that moment because I felt like that was something where, I mean, I don't think she went about it the right way, but I feel like we've all been in that situation where there's a problem happening and you're drunk and you're like, I have the solution. Everybody just needs to like do this plan and that's going to work. And then like you're watching back and you're like, the plan was not good, Wait, but I had yes. good intentions. Yes, I okay, really quick. I did that in Miami once with my girlfriends. We were in the <laughs> I was we were dancing. I was having such a good time, and two of them were fighting in the bathroom. And I was like, guys, come on. I like went in to get them, and they were like, Barry, we're 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 working it out. Like, stop. I was like, okay, fine. Like, I thought right, I was like, like, I'm gonna end it. <laughs> you're like, okay, so the best thing for everyone right now is if we all just go and sit down together and hash yeah. it out. And it's like, no, it please. doesn't work like that. Yeah. I yeah so Catherine had a lot of conversations this episode first she's talking to Madison Simon which I I feel like again the tree they're just they're just like not on the same wavelength like Madison is saying like you know you it, it feels like maybe you know it was wrong but you don't understand like the specific effects it had on people like me and my family and Catherine is still stuck on well, it was a hard time for me. Like I was going through stuff and I like, I understand obviously like any situation, there are always going to be like a lot of different factors and like, it's not a simple situation, but at the end of the day, it's like Catherine has this like thing where she just can't, she can't say what I did was wrong without adding, but at the end. And it's like, she would have saved herself so much trouble. And Madison basically says her this, like says this to her, like she would have saved herself so much trouble if she had like fully just owned it and apologized right at the beginning. And then they wouldn't still be talking about it. Right. And that's part of my thought about this whole episode of the conversation where I think this could have happened where Leva really trying to get everyone to talk could have happened a few episodes ago if Catherine mm-hmm. just um, acknowledged it. But you know what we've seen over Ka- this about Catherine over the years? Like, you have to treat her like a child because you don't know how she's going to react. You don't know if she's going to get up and walk away. We've seen her walk away twice already. And part of me was like, okay, Leva, like, give it up. You're never going to get through to this girl. But then part of me was like, no, keep going. Like, because she needs to be held yeah. accountable. Well, and... jumping forward a little bit like the very end of the episode or well i guess not the very end because we see her take a pregnancy test but the last kind of moment at this party is when Catherine. they actually i think did kind of make some progress and Catherine is again saying i'm not a racist person like how do i show people that that isn't the real me and madison simon is just like do the work like i think Catherine. this whole time it's like you know, you can disagree about what her initial intentions were about, like, whether she, I mean, I think it's pretty weak of her to be like, the minority comment wasn't about her being a minority. It's like, okay. But like, at well, the that's end why of- Benito was like, that's the only, it's the only thing it could <laughs> That word doesn't mean anything else. <laughs> but it's like, I, I, I am like, maybe willing to believe that Catherine, like, wants to be a good person but it's like yeah you have to do the work like she's in a position where she keeps being like i said i'm sorry like what more do you want and it's like we're we're telling we're willing to tell you and help you like that conversation of all of them sitting at the table was so like 
a breath of fresh air because that has been what they've been working for. And all it needed to do was for Catherine to be like tied down basically to do it. And Mm -hmm. she finally was hearing them and listening to them. And does she listen? Does she respond to things the way like we would or whatever? No, but everyone's different. Okay. They handle things differently. But if that's what it took, then props to Lava for actually going through with it and being like, no, bitch, we're not done until we talk to you. I also really appreciated the moment where they were starting to sit down at the table. And I think it was uh, maybe like Craig or Austin, I don't remember. They were like, oh, like, you know, like you're bullying her again. And they literally said to Catherine, like, do you feel like you're being bullied right now? And she's like, no, like not at all. Like we're just having a conversation. And I really appreciated that no, it because was it was like the oh yeah okay so like the guys have been so kind of like eager to jump up to her defense which like it's great to have people in your corner but you can't just say that somebody's being bullied when you're literally having like a casual a chill conversation about a real issue right well then Craig in his confessional did say though that he's like I can't stand by her if she's not yeah. willing to do that with which is good like <laughs> seems like this cast just takes them a little longer than the typical. Um, situation would for anybody else, but that's okay. If we get I'm excited through them, for that get... reunion. Oh, I, okay. I feel like there's going to be some. There's some a lot shit. of hair that we have to talk about at the reunion, but that'll <laughs> that'll be next week. Oh my god! Um, but also, we... I'm glad to see that like Danny and Catherine are are getting there. And I saw this week on Watch Happens Live, Leva said that last night, whatever day this episode aired, which was this past week, but Leva said her and Catherine went to dinner the night before. So. That's good. Yeah. That's the thing that's like, I feel like the guys are kind of like, oh, like you want to cancel Catherine. And it's like, maybe I don't want Catherine on my TV screen anymore, but I don't actually think the women on the show have ever been trying to cancel Catherine. No. No. So, you know, if they want to be friends with her, hopefully she's, you know, putting in the work. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuff 
stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day, and it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, let's talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. I enjoyed last night's episode. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're finally kind of like moving the plot along on this season. I know we've talked a lot about um, the cast kind of being separated and specifically Drew not really being in group scenes. Finally, we have the entire cast together at Drew's house. That is, I, I like went back in my brain and fully clocked it. This is the first time all season that all five <laughs> current housewives have been in a scene together. Well, I also found it very bizarre that Drew was planning such a dinner and so all the women to come over at her house that she's moving out of. Like, I would feel like it's the opposite and I would wait till I moved into my new house. And like, I agree. <laughs> I loved that little their like backyard um sunroom i don't know like it looked like a very nice setup um very green i i actually really enjoyed this episode like i feel like drew we've kind of been critical just of the fact that she hasn't been in the mix at all Mm -hmm. and it makes me sad that it took this long because this episode like immediately in the group dynamic i was like i really like drew i like how she is you know kind of um, standing up to Kenya, giving yeah. her some shit. Like her thing with Latoya seems interesting. And like immediately, I like her and Portia together. Like, I feel like this actually is a good group dynamic to have. And it is unfortunate that it took seven episodes for us to like fully get there. Totally. I, we saw a little bit too much of Ralph, but that's okay. We can war- move. Uh- wait, <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm so confused. Like, are you helping? Like, are it's you funny. the waiter? It's always funny um, when, like, it's, like, just the women are over, like, the husbands aren't there, but, like, her husband obviously lives there. Yeah. And, like, I feel like that's a situation where, in real life, like, the husband would probably, like, say hi when they show up and then, like, disappear. Yeah. It (laughs) was, at one point, he was, like, just standing there in the conversation. I was, like, no, go go back go back he's asking kenya if she wants a drink and it's like yeah i'm sure if she wants a drink she'll go to the bartender (laughs) that you have hired at your house he like didn't know how to host that's fine you know what you know i I, i'm here for him seeming like he's putting in a little bit of effort um (laughs) yes i i loved that we got a throwback of portia singing amazing grace because drew sings amazing grace like that was such a good call they didn't show the part where Portia says wrench, <laughs> which I thought was the main focus. <laughs> and I I was like, wait, why oh God, is that, that not what they showed? Like, 
maybe no, maybe it was like it's disrespectful. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about this private jet situation. So, so the whole group is going to South Carolina on a Sprinter bus, which like. To, let's be real it's a nice bus like yes. you're not traveling on like a greyhound it's a five-hour bus ride F- five-hour bus ride bad. whatever but kenya and latoya and brooklyn and brooklyn's nanny are flying ahead of time on a private jet that kenya has arranged and i think the thing is like i understand if kenya wants to go early and set up that is fine Maybe she wants to pay for her own jet. Maybe that's fine. I think it's weird that Latoya is the only one who got the invite because it's like, is this also Latoya's trip? Like, what's the, what's the deal? I think that Kenya chose Latoya because she's not on good terms, possibly with the other women. So she was like looking at Latoya as someone she can like, mm-hmm. where she thinks she can, I don't know, trick into being her little. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like obviously Kenya and Latoya are getting along, but I think that there is a strategic element that it's like, maybe they're getting along, but Kenya knows that this is like a way to fully kind of lock her into Team Kenya. 100%. And (laughs) I love, I love that Drew was not supposed to tell them about the jet and then immediately is just like, oh, so you're on the sprinter too. So this is what we call receipts. If we want to call things receipts, this is what we call receipts. <laughs> Kenya texted Drew right after she told her about the jet and said, hey, just don't tell the other ladies about the jet. Like that very, very sketchy. And so what did Drew do when all the ladies were at her house? So Kenya's taking a jet with Latoya like to. I I actually, I loved the way that Drew did this because it was so such calculated messiness but Mm -hmm. like it's at the end of the day like it's not that big of a deal who's taking a jet versus who's on the sprinter but i it's the kind of thing that you know gets under these women's skin but it's also why like what's the reasoning so she's like so you're going earlier on your own sprinter and kenya's like no and she's like (laughs) oh like how are you getting there and kenya's like a jet we're taking a jet (laughs) i loved that because drew is basically like you told me not to tell them, but you didn't ask, tell me not to ask you questions about how you're getting there. Like, that's the thing where it's like, that's such a good, like little housewives moment. And I'm, I, it, it makes me, um, it, it's like encouraging that Drew is kind of already doing that because it's like, she, she was working two steps ahead to create that moment. Mm-hmm. And also later when they're on the bus and Marlo hears about the jet, and she's like, a jet? What? <laughs> well, here's the thing when you try to fit, because this is what I was doing, simply figuring it out. And I was not paying attention when Kenya was going over the prices of the jet. And then you hit 50. Oh I was like, what the hell is she talking about? Whatever. There, they live like really close to take a jet. Like that jet. I think like, she said it was like a 40 minute flight. I was just going to say like 30, 35 minute bus uh, jet ride. So like at that point, it's like, just take this like take the sprinter with the ladies make it a trip but we find out that now in my head i'm like okay she definitely took the jet because of brooklyn because you're Mm -hmm. not gonna travel with a baby for five hours in a in a sprinter you're gonna fly with them because it's quicker but yeah it's almost like that was like the jet was like a false alarm to cover up the real issue of inequality here which is the fact that three other ladies on this trip have also 
young babies at home who were not aware that Brooklyn was coming on the trip. And this is a big deja vu for Real Housewives of Potomac at the lake house when baby Dean came. All of these women are like, wait, 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 wait. I cried about leaving my baby at home and Kenya is bringing her baby on the jet. It's another thing where it's like, at the very least, I mean, like, I don't have a baby. I don't feel like I really can make, like, a judgment call. But at the very least, it's shady that Kenya didn't tell them ahead of time. Right. It's not the type of situation where it's, it's like you and go with your friends and your friends like, wait, you brought a bathing suit? Like, you didn't tell me you were bringing a bathing suit, you know? <laughs> like, you brought your baby knowing that other people have babies. Like, it. me and Dylan were texting us. I said it literally is the same exact plot as yeah. Potomac. And then like, it's like, it's like, I'll like these other women felt like they were sacrificing something to be away from their kid for however many days they were away. And Kenya, because she was the one planning the trip, like decided not to make that sacrifice, which it's the kind of thing where it's like, there's nothing wrong with Kenya bringing her baby, obviously. But like, I understand why somebody like Portia or Candy or Shamia also has a baby would feel some type of way about that. And Uh we, we shall not, see when they arrive it's just like it's not the tone you want to kick off the trip on <laughs> exactly but speaking of shamia we also have to say that she had a confessional last night her first ever confessional i have always been a fan of shamia messy mia as she's been called sometimes <laughs> i i think she's like the perfect supporting character because like with somebody like Marlo, I mean, I love Marlo, but wait, I always wait, want... Atlanta has more friends of than housewives. Oh, absolutely. Like Marlo, I want more of. Like I want yeah. I want to see Marlo's whole life. Whereas Shamia, I'm like, I don't re- I don't feel the need of like, why is she not a housewife? But I love when she's in the mix and it feels like we know her and she's family. And she looked stunning in yes, her confession. She did. Beyond. I, yeah. And it's fun. It's fun that, like, you know, we're in quarantine. Maybe they can't have big parties or something, but because they have kind of, like, a whole group with the cast, it's fun that, like, Shamia and Tanya and Marlo are all on the trip. Like, it kind of just makes things feel a little more, like, complete. Totally. And, like, all of these women... that This might be a strong statement, but I think this is one of the best-looking casts in all all of Housewives. Like, they are just stunning. And so, of course, then you have to have Kenya and her confessional, who is, like... (sighs) I can wear a pla- I can wear a paper bag and look better. <laughs> and I was and like, Drew. Kenya, be nice. I, I mean, Kenya also looks stunning in that confessional. Like these, this cast, like they know how to turn it out. But yeah, I am not a fan of this, like, um, you know, storyline of about Drew's wig or whatever. It's like, can we not? Like, yeah. It's it was funny when Portia was like, damn, like her hair looks cute like the way that they were talking about it i was expecting her to have like glue all over her face and like crusty eyelashes oh my god but the thing is when portia did tell her we're going a little backwards here and portia did tell her drew was really taken back because she was like i don't even know her like right like she's met latoya probably like a few times yeah and so the fact that she is like off to the side like talking about her kind of at length it's like uh, yeah, I, I'm excited now that Drew is like fully in the mix. I feel like she could be really great and I hope that she is. But either way, I feel like this trip is going to be a lot. <laughs> yes, because we heard it again for the next few weeks on for Real Housewives of Atlanta. Also, I love this is like such a small thing, but I love that they showed us the blueprints of the house 
and like labeled where everyone's bedroom is because I'm like, this is what I need to know. Like, I need to know whose room is next to who, who's on the second floor. Like, I want that in like, I want like a file cabinet of the blueprints of every housewife. Yeah, but let's be real. Like that was obviously done. Kenya obviously went first, like to pick out rooms, not to see if the house was okay. It was like, this oh, is Lord, everyone's- that room that they assigned to Marlo, you already know that's going to be drama. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, and Kenya's like, mm-hmm, this is a good room for Marlo. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't know. It's just really weird. Like I've never gone on a trip where someone's like, this is where you're staying. So I don't, I'm the type of person, though, if that situation, like, I wouldn't make a big deal. I know people might think I would, but what, sleeping arrangements, I never care. I can always say I'd sleep on the floor. I don't, I know. I mean, care. like, and like when Lou, like the lower level, I'm like, it looked I would, nice. I would love the lower level. A finished basement all to myself. <laughs> Sign me up. Um, <laughs> this has been so fun. I feel like we had a lot to talk through and we pretty much got through it all. Uh, we will be back on Thursday. We're going to have lots more. There's so much going on right now. I, I just feel like it's nonstop. Uh, but thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.